Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for pressing play and spending some of your very valuable and precious time with us once again. This is For the Love of Sport, brought to you by Sports Engine, the home of youth sports. Each episode, we will indulge your ears with a trending topic in the youth sports space, bring on a guest that has more knowledge than we could ever dream of on a specific topic pertaining to youth sports, and then we will engage with some of you that you, dear listener, uh, have about our products, our services, and our solutions. With that being said, we appreciate you and cannot wait for you to get a chance to listen to our guest today. And I I don't want to be a spoiler alert person here, but no. if you are an organization or a volunteer, an admin, a parent who's just looking for advice, maybe on some fundraising, which we know to be a hot button topic and, and is always top of mind, especially during you know the time we're in right now, if you're interested mm-hmm. in hearing some best practices, tips and tricks to enhance those efforts, um, you have press play on the correct podcast. So well done. <laughs> we cannot wait to share share with you. So um, I think I think where we should start, Simon, and I yeah. think this is going to tie in really nicely to our fundraising topic. And I know it is a topic and a sport that you and I have been really taken hold by. It has consumed okay. more time in our days, in our weeks, in our minds than maybe we'd like to admit. We can't have two episodes about pickleball. We can't do it. I know. It's not. You might think pickleball, but it is not. It is golf. Okay. All right. Yeah. Makes much more sense now. But really, I think where I want to start, I want to start and I want to get your first take is like, we did talk about pickleball, the growth of pickleball, and that's been elongated. But let's talk about the growth of golf and what that has really done over the last, I would, I would venture to say really the last two years, right? Like since 2020 and, and there's a lot of, you know, topics that are controversial in the golf world, which I don't think we'll be covering today. What's your take on the growth of golf? Well, I mean, specifically, we're looking at COVID. Like it it absolutely just took a huge boom because it was really the only sport that was already socially distanced. So it was really Mm -hmm. the perfect fit. So really, you had a huge influx of new members playing golf. There's all these new startups, whether they are polos or hats. Mm. There's I could think I've seen four or five new just golf club companies that have just spawned out of nowhere to be more friendly or affordable uh, for that matter. But I think if we're if we're going to tie this back to youth sports and fundraising too, it should be noted that this is a wildly popular sport and especially across many different demographics. So with that sort of reach and that sort of appeal, fundraising seems to be sort of hand in hand with this, right? 
Yeah, I mean, no doubt. I think obviously it's kind of an old school, I would say. Um, or maybe it's felt old school to to run like a a golf outing for your organization to, right. to help raise money. But I would say it with the the surge of golf, it kind of feels like it's an, another new and exciting thing you can do as an organization. Um, and I think at its you know simplest form, you work with your local golf course, you set up a day and a night, whether it's a night or a full day, depending on your, you know, how much popularity it gets, but you know, you can run competitions at some of the holes, you can get sponsors to sponsor each hole. And then you kind of have some signage around that. Obviously your entry fees just to do it is a good place. And, and I would say when people come around an event and they're having fun and have a really good time, it's, uh, no better time to to ask for donations and money is yep. when you're kind of you're doing something for your community, doing something that provides them with a fun time and a chance to connect. They're going to feel, you know, closer to your organization and, and want to be a part of that. So, yeah, it's cool that it's kind of felt old school for a while. But with the surgence of, of golf, it, it kind of feels like it's cool and new again. Yeah, it's definitely way more accessible. And I can definitely say with a lot of confidence that after a well hit shot, if someone were to ask me for 10 bucks, I would absolutely say yes. A hundred percent. Every time. Hit me, on a, hit me on a made putt. I don't oh, care yeah. if it's for double bogey. <laughs> if I make a putt, I'm happy. I'm thrilled. Really, you're giving the excuse to go out and play golf? I'll absolutely yeah. tip in money. Not a problem. <laughs> for sure. For that's sure. sort of the attitude that comes with it because it, it, it is that that sort of sport that has that that kind of draw. But I think some of the cooler things that I've seen, and you mentioned some of them where you know you have – some local businesses that can sponsor a whole. Yeah. You can have competitions like longest drive on a specific one. You can have longest putt, mm-hmm. give away just some prizes at the same time. I've seen in the past where if you know someone who's very good, like very consistent, you can have them be the guest driver on a hole. So if somebody's maybe not really that good at golf and sort of stuck, they can at least oh. pay you know a certain amount of money to have them hit their drive. So another way of That's awesome. generating revenue there too. And I don't think I would ever be asked for that role, but <laughs> I can imagine that would feel cool. <laughs> I I can agree with that. Unless if somebody wants me to hit on the opposite fairway and I'm talking like two opposite fairways over to the right, then I'm I'm their guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let me ask you a question, Marie. If you had the chance, you have one shot at a par three. <laughs> like what give me like what are the odds here? What are the odds that you're hitting that green? Like let's say it's a hundred yards, just a classic pitching wedge, maybe less. But you have all eyes on you. I mean, like the entire like fundraising group. Let's just imagine that for a second. 10%. Everybody's surrounding. <laughs> Say less. My my iron game is so bad right now. What about you? No, I'm What's actually your... with you. That's it, it's a head, it's a head game for me because uh-huh. it's just it's so close. I'm like, oh, I'm right there. I have, I have nothing to do, and then I'll hit something like uh-huh. way off into the woods, or not even close, or I'll yeah. I'll hit the ground and not even the ball. <laughs> Listen. Invite Simon and I to your fundraising golf outing. We'll throw out. Create a par three challenge. Yep. We're going to bet money because we're feeling confident, think we're good. And you will be making money off Simon and myself. So let us know. <laughs> Drop us a comment. Send us an email. Invite us to your golf outing if you want to raise a couple extra bucks. We're good for it. I know these two suckers that run a podcast. <laughs> I invite them out. We're going to make a cool 200, yeah. 300 bucks. Easy. <laughs> Gosh, hand them, hand them one beer each. They're feeling like they're on top of the world. We're ready. We will absolutely have any excuse whatsoever to come out and be a part of any golf charity yeah, event. For no sure. doubt. Um, but yeah, okay. I think enough from us. We we are by no stretch of the imagination. Um, we know some things about fundraising, but we don't know it all. Um, we are 
so excited, I think, mm-hmm. to have our guest come on here and, and share her insights and her, uh, her the story of the the fundraising event she set up. So I think so um, cool, yeah. let's cue the music and let's uh, let's get Alex on here. Let's get that queen of fundraising on. Have you ever won like those contests, like the closer to the pin or the longest drive, the longest putt, like any of those? No, heavens no. no. I've never, no. <laughs> that was so final. <laughs> that was so short. No. And it's funny because I don't even play with great golfers. You know, I'd say I play with a lot of average golfers and I've still never won. Well, so what is that? What does that say about me? It means you're having fun. That's what I think. I think it means you're having fun. And also there's no requirement. You don't have to go golf with good golfers. That's not the base requirement of going golfing. You know what, Simon? I've got a goal for myself. I want to become a good golfer. And you know, the old adage practice makes perfect, whatever perfect practice makes perfect. You know, the drill I'm applying it to golf and (laughs) the, it can be hard to keep things fresh, find, you know, places to play golf, which is why I want to tell you, dear listener, about the Golf Now app. It is the fastest and easiest way to instantly book tee times 24-7. That is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and more than 9,000 amazing golf courses. You can download that. It is a free app, and you can go on, book your round today. Golf Now, go play. So we are joined today by what I am sure will be a nickname that sticks, the queen of fundraising, Alex Goodwin. Alex is currently the fundraising coordinator and a board member at St. Francis Youth Hockey. When she's not raising money and coordinating fundraising events for her hockey association or cheering on her son at the rink, she is a foundation manager at Deluxe, helping to raise money and provide grants to charitable organizations. I truly cannot wait to dive deep into her knowledge to hopefully uncover some tips, tricks of the fundraising trade with you all. So without further ado, Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. What a great introduction. Welcome, Alex. You are the queen of fundraising. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's let's dive in here. You know, tell us a little bit about, you know, yourself, how how maybe you got started in working with St. Francis Youth Hockey and lending your your expertise in in fundraising. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, my son started playing hockey around age five. Um, and so this is like our fourth or fifth year with him playing hockey. And I did not grow up playing sports. I didn't grow up interested in hockey, none of the above, but I feel like I'm at a point where I live and breathe all things hockey. My <laughs> husband plays for fun on the side. We've made so many friends within our community. It's been awesome. And so I joined the board for the St. Francis Youth Hockey Association. This is my third year now in this role um, as the fundraising coordinator. We're a really small association, North Metro, um, you know, small community. So we know everybody pretty well. And I kind of took over some of the, the personal individual fundraising for the last couple of years. And we've spiraled and shifted a little bit to do some interesting and out of the box fundraising for our association. And not only that, but um, we have an ice arena that is due for some updates. It's showing its age. It's, you know, 30 years old. Not much has been done. And so a group of us parents 
got together and decided that we were going to start a fundraiser to raise the money for some improvements for our arena, which is kind of how this started. And my husband, who um, plays hockey for fun, was connecting with, um, his name is Jesse, and he is a small business owner who on the side has an organization called Goons for Good <laughs> that co- they coordinate adult hockey tournament fundraisers to raise funds for various charities. And so for a couple months, my husband would come home and be like, hey, we should do this. We should have a fundraiser. And I'm like, ah, so much work that goes into that, you know, Um, especially since in my professional world, I coordinate, you know, large charity events for various nonprofits. So I know how much work goes into putting together a fundraiser like that. And so finally I said, okay, all right, I'm all in. Let's do it. And essentially what we did was we kicked off a fundraiser this last spring. It was an adult hockey tournament, um, which was really different. We've never done something like this before. So Goons for Good has a really large network of skaters that they pull from and participate in all of these different charities for various reasons throughout the course of the year. And, And then we have this interesting group of individuals within our association, the coaches, the parents who play hockey or played hockey and are still pretty active. So we had a ton of coaches and parents sign up to play. Then we had the Goons for Good Network. They signed up to play. And we had all sorts of different, different reasons for people to come out. So even if you're not big on hockey, we had a cornhole tournament in the parking lot. We had food trucks, raffles. We had shirts that we had sold. And just a bunch of things to kind of come up and do. We served beer, um, which we had never done before at any of these events. So just it was a really fun way to get our small community together. And the big thing was, was we had a free open skate for, for anyone that wanted to come. And so at one point throughout the tournament, we just kind of took a step back and we looked at everyone that had shown up because we were not expecting this at all. We were not expecting the turnout wow. that we had. And we were just completely blown away by everyone that came up for this event. And what was you know, really interesting or unique about this event is that the kids kind of took over and ran the event themselves. So they <laughs> were on the bench coaching the adult teams, giving their feedback, which the adults, just loved and that was so cool we oh, had bless them for doing that for sure i <laughs> can't imagine there's a lot of athletes out there that's gonna take be patient enough for that that's yeah, awesome they loved it they they actually said so some of the um the skaters with goons for good they loved that part of it so much that they requested that for this next one that we're doing this fall that we have kids come on and coach which was really oh, that's cool awesome. And um, the kids were running the scoreboard. They were helping in concessions. Of course, we had parents there helping too, but we kind of let the kids run the show, which was something we didn't anticipate or plan for, but it worked out really, really well. So that was awesome. And, you know, overall, over the course of the weekend, so it was three days, Friday through Sunday, we had people come up for various reasons, you know, to get food from the food trucks. We had original hockey mom brownies, which was, you know, a perfect food truck to have at our hockey themed fundraiser. And so the stands were completely full for all of our games. These were adults Uh playing hockey and the Goons for Good group of individuals that came had told us that usually when they go to these tournaments, they get, you know, a couple, 
you know, family members that come and watch, but they were not expecting the stands to be completely packed. And one of the ladies <laughs> came up to me and was like, okay, I have to, you know, take a minute to collect myself because I'm not used to playing in front of this. <laughs> She's like, I did not sign Why up for this. Yeah. <laughs> Pressure's on. This is, no, this is not a fun skate around anymore. Yeah, no, it was, it was so great. And um, the whole fundraiser was completely, you know, we had unexpected turnout. Everything went wonderful. We were encouraged by everyone to do it again so we're doing it again this fall very similar but we're incorporating it within some of the things that we do in the fall to get ready for the next season our equipment swap Mm -hmm. Uh, we're going to do the trucks again we're going to try and get our cornhole tournament a little bit bigger because we're minnesotans and it was cold this spring (laughs) but yet we filled the parking lot with you know everyone there to play the game in the freezing cold temps myself included i was really regretting my decision to sign up to play Um, (laughs) but it was it was such a wonderful event and um you know we raised ten thousand dollars which you know it's not a huge amount of money but for our first event not really knowing what to expect um and a lot of those funds came from the individuals signing up to play hockey our sponsors which were you know local businesses or businesses that are youth family members own or or know of the connections that way and then we had lots of donations a couple big donations from some families that were just you know really passionate about putting some money into our arena as a hockey family I feel like the arena is our second home so we're there constantly um so it was really great to see some families kind of step up we, we've learned a few things along the way from this first event too. We just asked that the Lions who were serving the beer, they were able to keep 100% of their proceeds along with the food trucks. We didn't know what to expect for turnout. So we didn't want to have to like negotiate, mm-hmm. you know, X percent of your proceeds come to the association. But now that we've gotten to a really good place where we know we're going to have a really good turnout, now we have a little bit more of that negotiating in our back pocket that we can, you know, pull out when we need to. That's a good additional tip too out there as well. If, you know, if someone's creating their first ever, you know, fundraiser, it's being as accommodating as possible because, you know, you're, you're really asking for all this help. That's such a truly one of a kind event. And that's super cool. And I like just, there's like three things that came top of mind. One, getting the kids involved is a genius play. I do want to ask though, were they refing or were they just coaching? Just coaching. We had hockey refs on the ice. Okay. All right. I would, <laughs> I would weirdly love to see that, but I can understand why you probably wouldn't want right. that. Um, <laughs> two, having, you know, multiple activities too, while the, the games are going on, let alone the packed house you guys have, but uh, having cornhole outside, you know, in the spring of Minnesota. And we should say spring lightly for anybody who's not aware spring in Minnesota is, is, third winter (laughs) it's not really spring no spring comes in may late may after the last snowfall (laughs) but i love having the multiple events out there too can you talk to us about sort of the the boots of the ground effort like when it comes to you know talking to sponsors talking to you know parents for donations you know what what does that look like are you are you making calls you going door to door can you describe that a little more yeah it's a little bit of all of the above we had some individuals that went business to business We also put an ask out there for our families um, because everybody has some sort of connection within our local community. And we have a certain amount of hours that each family is required to volunteer Mm -hmm. as 
part of our association. And so we said, hey, families, this is what we're looking for. We're in need of sponsors. If you can secure us any sponsor in any dollar amount, we'll knock off half of your volunteer hours, which was really cool. And there were instances where there was a coach who, because they're a coach, their volunteer hours are covered. They reached out and said, hey, I have a sponsor, but can my half of the volunteer hours go towards another family, you know, that maybe needed a little more help or support. And I was, I said, absolutely. Like, let's, let's make this work as best we can. So that was another way that we reached out to get some sponsors. You know, my husband, his company sponsored, we had a couple other families whose companies sponsored as well in various areas. The one thing that was really cool and unique about the cornhole sponsorship in itself is that the cornhole set was actually (laughs) made with their company logo printed on the board. Oh, nice. And they were very nicely done. So at the end of the tournament, those sponsors got to keep their board set too, which was, you know, an added bonus. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're getting their name out there. They're showing their support. And at the end, they get to keep a, a cool item that they can use for, you know, whatever reason they choose. So that was a really great initiative. And then of course, through word of mouth, I had a few individuals that just heard about what we were doing and, and reached out. So all, all of the above ways in which we were looking for those sponsors. Love that. I feel like you probably, because you are so accustomed to, you know, running events and fundraising, you, you probably think those are no brainers and, and things to include, but I think that's, there's so many good tidbits in there of, of various ways that you can engage with sponsors outside of just like, Hey, we'll put your logo on the yeah. website or we'll share your logo on a brochure or something that we're handing out. Like there are so many cool and unique ways that you can incorporate your sponsors and then kind of give back to the community that I think you kind of mentioned there that are, are just awesome. I had a quick question around, so you kind of talk through the the planning and everything. And I know the event was in March do you recall kind of like the timeline you followed or how much in advance were you guys thinking through and planning this? Yeah. So for this event specifically, we crammed this all together in two months. And the the reasoning behind it was we, so our arena closes for the summer. So it's only operational during the winter months during the hockey season. Sure. And so we really wanted to get a head start and raise some funds so that we could do some work on the arena over the summer. And we didn't know if it was even going to be possible because springtime is busy with hockey tournaments, you know, high school tournaments. We were struggling finding referees, you name it. The obstacles were in our way, but yet we made it work, which is another reason why we were blown away. Yeah. I believe it was the boys state hockey tournament that was happening that weekend. We had some of our own tournaments within our own association that was happening that weekend sure. so that was also something that was kind of in our way but yes two months we we put together I think it really helped having goods for good be um, a big partner because they they took a lot of the the registration and the coordinating from the hockey tournament standpoint on them and then we kind of coordinated more of the day of what's our association going to do concessions selling of shirts coordinating the food trucks and with the lions for beer sales and so forth and making sure we have the insurance in place to run the event and the security needed and all of those additional details. So it was really nice to have that kind of split between two different groups. But then a lot of the families stepped up and helped too and signed up to volunteer to run concessions and so forth. So lots of additional help, but yes, we crammed it into two months and and we did work. (laughs) Amazing. 
Yeah, that that's incredibly impressive. I've done events a little bit, dabbled into trying to coordinate an event. And there is just, there's so much that goes into events that you you probably don't see at face value. So to do it in, in two months, it's a testament to you guys. And then obviously your partners at uh, Goons for Good as well, that you just, you jumped in with with all everything you had and, and made it work. And I think it also is a testament to if organizations are thinking about, you know, doing a fundraising event or trying something new that it might seem scary and a lot at first, but it shows that um, the community typically can rally around a, a good cause and, and wants to support the, the youth sports organizations that are in their community. And this is obviously a, a perfect example of how that can work. So absolutely. Goons for good might be one of the coolest, like, <laughs> charity names or, or, or benefit names that I've, I've heard in a while, especially having like the goon connotation in hockey of being the enforcer and the strong guy and the guy that's actually going picking fights, but doing it for good. I'd love that. I think that's <laughs> such a cool, uh, such a cool name. Cheers to you for basically taking your day job and bringing it to the organization too, and being willing to do that. I think there's a lot of people out there where it's like, if you're a chef, you the last thing you want to do when you go home is cook. So <laughs> a big, big, big cheers to you to say, you know, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm capable of and more than capable of. Let me bring this to, you know, my son's team and, yeah. and my son's organization. So this truly a, a one unique event. Absolutely. Well, I love what I do for work. And I sometimes have to stop and pinch myself because I get to do some amazing <laughs> things in the community, work with amazing groups within our corporation. And so it's just a continuation of that awesome, good work. So I, I love yeah. what I do and that I can share it with our youth sports association as well. Sounds great. I don't know if you hear that ominous music in the background, <laughs> all that clapping and, and heavy drum in the background, Alex, but that means it's time for this or that. And this is... 10 questions, Reddit, rapid fire speed. Okay. And we need an answer at a rapid fire pace. So there's no thinking, gut reaction. Got it. You just, it's one or the other. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Pool or beach? Pool. Call or text? Text. Dogs or cats? Dog. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Movies or books? Movies. Rain or snow? Rain. Land vacation or water vacation? Ooh, water vacation. Bags or cornhole? <laughs> Bags. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There we go. Last question. Olympic gold medal or pro championship? Pro championship. Oh, nice. All right. Alex, thank you so much for, for hopping on. And I always love when new traditions get made. And I think this is such a, a great thing. And hopefully the community looks forward to this year after year. Awesome. Thank you both so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right, listener, let's get you over to our Athlete of the Month segment in partnership with True Sport. Do you know a youth athlete making a difference in their sports and beyond? Each month, one athlete who embodies True Sport's core values and Sports Engine's love of sport will be selected as the Athlete of the Month. Let's take it over to Marie, who's got our Athlete of the Month. All Marie. right, our Athlete of the Month is Madison Faith. She's an 11-year-old soccer player from Texas. Her favorite trick in soccer is the rainbow. Not easy at all, which she, oh is, she is working to perfect. Her favorite team is PSG or Paris Saint-Germain. She tells us that her biggest supporters are without a doubt her mom and dad. I can absolutely relate to that. Her go-to pregame snack is a banana. And I imagine 
Simon, if we were to challenge her, she would easily beat us both without question. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I I wouldn't be able to to hang at all. And also a banana banana is the pinnacle of it, pregame it, it snack. Is. I think it's got literally everything you need. We we're not sponsored by no, bananas. No, we're not. So this is a genuine this is a genuine opinion. Like bananas might be the pinnacle. Anyways, of pregame snacks. Um, Simon. So if people have an athlete that they want to nominate, what what do they do? What what can they oh, do? Yeah. If you have an athlete to nominate, go to sportsengine.com slash athlete of the month. The link will be included in the show notes to nominate them today. Each winner gets, get this, they get to be connected with a true sport ambassador like Team USA Olympian Carowinger, be interviewed and featured on sportsengine.com, receive a keepsake athlete of the month t-shirt, and shout it out by ourselves right here on the Football of the Sport. All right, Marie, quick side tangent here. Can I ask if you have a specific allegiance to any Premier League team out there? I know I've mentioned on countless times that myself and my brothers are big Spurs fans. Yes, I, I mean, you have said that and I don't hold it against you. We're still Appreciate on that. here. We're still Thank cordial. Um, I hope you don't hold this against me. I know people probably will. I'm a huge Man City fan. Oh, wow. uh, mostly, okay. <laughs> I will say... I had to pick a team, you know, back in the day. Well, here's why I bring it up. Sports Engine is teaming up with NBC Sports, Peacock, and the Premier League to give your family the chance to win a VIP experience at the 2022 Premier League Mornings Live Fan Fest on October 15th and 16th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ooh, I, you know I what? Know. I did hear about this. The winner will receive four VIP tickets to the Fan Fest, round-trip airfare, a two-night hotel stay, oh my gosh, there's more, and a priceless behind-the-scenes tour by the Premier League Mornings team. All you have to do to enter is, one, take a photo of your child's soccer team or a video of them showing off their soccer skills. Two, share to Instagram using the hashtags MyPLMorning and MyPLMorningSweepstakes. And three, tag and follow NBC Sports Engine and NBC Sports Soccer. Once you've entered, pack your bags. The winner will be announced on October 10th. Terms and conditions may apply. All right, we are moving into the final segment of the show. Um, this, a reminder, is a section where we will pull questions from our current customers who are using our products. Um, hopefully, we are going to continue to get questions submitted from you, our listeners. But today, um, the theme's been fundraising, so we're gonna we're gonna ride that train all the way to the end of this podcast episode. Um, the question that we received from admins quite a bit is is more of a general one. Um, they oftentimes ask us, and it's it's usually because they're you know in our products. Um, today we're going to talk specifically about Sports Engine HQ and Go Motion, but they're in our products. They use us for a number of different things, and they kind of always ask like, "Is there anything I'm missing? What are some tools that I'm not aware of, or maybe haven't had the yeah. time to explore that would help me in my fundraising endeavors?" So, Simon, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it to you first. Sure. Well, there's a couple areas that are on the dashboard that you know get utilized. And when they do, they I mean, people love them and they kind of rave about them. One is actually going to be the the business publisher tab. This is where you can sync and uh, link your, uh, your Facebook, your Google uh, page, your uh, Twitter accounts directly into your dashboard. And you don't have to log into all three of those at once. You can just send one post and it posts directly to mm, all I those love channels. That. It's something that's so small and small, so minimal, but it doesn't get utilized often enough. And it's such 
a really cool, robust system to make sure that you have one central location for everything you need. You don't need to have an extra subscription to grab all your social links in one spot. Everything's in one place, which is super cool. And then the other one is there's a whole fundraising and volunteering section within mm. GoMotion itself. There's uh, an event fundraising admin section. There's fundraising obligations. Uh, there You can actually bill fundraising on a specific schedule too. I mean, there's a whole mess of uh, functionality that's uh, within the GoMotion app specifically centered around fundraising. But definitely the business publisher tool is is what I feel is what is most, one of the cooler not talked about options uh, within the dashboard. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to pull a little bit of a thread um, from something Alex said and kind of tie that into my answer here. So she talked a lot about when they were running their event um, that she has volunteer hours set up as a requirement for a lot of her parents. And we find this with a lot of organizations. Um, they'll set up a, um, you know, a volunteer kind of uh, season or, or session with, right, right from within Sports Engine HQ that allows allows them to kind of assign a set number of hours that each parent has to volunteer to help with concession stands. Maybe it's um, helping set up an event. So just kind of various um, volunteer requirements. So I would say that's, that's one area where we see a lot of our customers go in and use that. Um, The other area I would say is, is we have two really cool uh, spots kind of in the back end of sports engine HQ. Um, They're all under the promotions tab on the left-hand side. If you've got that up and are, interested in finding that, but one is the is sponsorships cool. tab, which I know you've um, talked to a lot of organizations about. Uh, it's essentially your your go-to plan to go out and reach out to sponsors in your community and tell them why you'd love to have them kind of be a part of your organization. And then I would say the other thing is the design center. Yeah. So maybe once you've got an event um, that you're interested in, you're wanting to promote. I know a lot of people still go old school and, and hang flyers up, whether that be in a gym um, you know, in a local community center, uh, the design center is really your, uh, your kind of, uh, robot designer, if you will. <laughs> so you can go in and put in your logos, your colors, um, kind of the details around the event, and it'll create a custom kind of flyer or social media graphic where you can post that wherever you, wherever you choose. So, um, kind of a way to help you once you've decided what fundraiser and event you want to do, um, you can use that and, and promote it to your, to your heart's extent. So yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys as well. If there's, there's things that you've had at your organization that have been super successful, whether that's using our tools or not. We'd love to hear it. Make sure to message us uh, over here. You can go directly to sportsdigital.com, of course, or you can email us directly. And I know those links are already in the episode uh, below. Big thank you to Alex, the queen of fundraising, uh, for being on with us and talking to us about that uh, that event. That, such a cool idea. No, I mean, it was awesome speaking with her. Um, it's always fun to talk about golf and how that kind of loops into youth sports. We love to bring... We love to bring things that we love to talk about and, and, and link them back to you sports and how they can benefit you. And yeah, it was, it was a great episode. Uh, super fun as always. So thank you, dear listener, for press and play one more time. We'll see you next time. See ya.
Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. 